Hey all, I'm the Hypothetical Nerd John, and welcome to Joy to the Nerds, where you can get quick spoiler-free recommendations for things like anime, video games, and other nerdy content of the sort. Today we're going to be talking about a video game that I played in this last year that escalated to become my favorite game of all time, even though it's a game series trilogy thing. Needless to say, my favorite game right now is the Mass Effect Trilogy, particularly as I played it in the Mass Effect Legendary Collection. And while technically these are three different games, I'm going to be talking about them as one collective, because how the story works, it's all one overarching narrative that all connects to each other, and it's really comparable to how The Lord of the Rings is usually talked about, and it's just all three of those movies are one big movie story, and each of the movies just have an ending plot point that leads on to the next one. And that's how the Mass Effect trilogy does it, so I gotta talk about them all together. A general synopsis of the story is that you play as Commander Shepard, who is a human that can be a guy or a girl and you can customize them however you want into whatever class you want. And the only caveat is that you have to be a human because it's really relevant for plot reasons. The best way to sum it up is that you are the captain of a ship and you recruit various people, teammates, and other sundry instruments to stop the galaxy from being taken over, destroyed, wars, you know, the general hero thing. Because for some reason you have to do everything and no one will listen to you. But because of everyone else's incompetencies, you will be having space adventures with your friends, finding new family and love along the way, and a bit of chaos. And what member of that family is better to start off talking about than the one that holds it all together, Commander Shepard. As a player-created character, they are essentially a blank canvas that turns into whatever you want them to be. You get to do dialogue options, pick different actions, go about missions in certain ways, and all of these things can affect the overarching story and affect things that happen later on in the game. And the main noticeable thing that you can see with this is a system that determines how much of a paragon or a renegade you are, which is like a duality system of like the good or the bad that you see in a lot of your games. But within the Mass Effect series, it is a bit black and white when it comes to that but how your actions affect the stories really isn't that simple, and all that the Paragon and Renegade things really does is determine various choices that you actually have available to you at certain points in certain dialogues. And through this dialogue, you get to learn so much about the general universe, but most importantly, you get to learn about the crew members and people traveling with you through space on the ship called the Normandy. And if you've played any Bioware games before this, you know that Bioware has it down when it comes to building characters that are nuanced, have their own inspirations and reasons for doing things, and you get to learn so much about them. You can even go on individual missions where you can see a bit more into their lives if you choose to do so. I don't want to go too much into any of the other characters, just because I think it's best if you just talk to them yourself and see who you like and who you want to connect with because each of the characters are really different, and while I know it's like the completionist right way to play the game to get to know and befriend everyone, I played through and didn't befriend everyone and it felt a lot more real, I guess. Because, you know, you don't get along with everyone. If there was a character that I, my shepherd, did not like, I didn't talk to them. And that point leads into one of my other absolute favorite things about these games. 
and that is these games have consequences for your actions. The things that you do in the games will affect the story as you go through that game, and the consequences can be real dire. Like, don't be intimidated, because my other friends that played this game only lost like one or two if anyone, but at the end of Mass Effect 2, I had five members of my crew die. Like, they all gone. Nowhere in Mass Effect 3, they have been deleted essentially. And that was real different, because most any game that I've had other than the old Fire Emblems don't have that level of consequence with characters that you have so much stock in. Like, one of the characters that I actually two of the characters that I lost in that were people that I loved having on my team. I talked to them a lot and they were just gone. So yeah, you can lose party members because of things that you do. But on a lighter note, you can also romance party members depending on your gender choices. And regretfully, you don't have any male with male gay options until Mass Effect 3. Yet for some reason, you can have female with female options all the way from the first game. What's that about Bioware? Huh? And even though my Shepard stayed single until Mass Effect 3, the romance that it had in there was really wholesome and warm feeling, and it made me like feel extra motivated when we were trying to do missions, because I was like, dear god, I don't want them to die because they might die, what if I mess up and they die? So yeah, to sum that up, characters are really well flushed out with their various races and personality traits, and it's really cool, and you will love getting to know all the members of your crew, and so many other characters. Like, one of my favorite characters is Arya, who you'll meet, and she's not even a member of your party, she's just a really cool badass. Now that I've rambled on about how the characters are wonderful and they are developed extremely well, let's talk about the actual gameplay. One of the things that you'll run into when you're building your shepherd is what class they will be. The various classes are typically a combination of one or two of a more gun-wielding, just general weapon person, a person that uses technology such as setting things on fire or sending out a robot drone, or biotic powers, which is like the force. Like literally you like, like force push things kind of stuff. And each of these classes has special abilities and skills that as you level up you can get skill points to put into. Each member of your crew's combat abilities will be determined by whatever class they are, except for one skill that each person has that is individual to them as a character that typically goes hand in hand with whatever they're like best suited at. When I played through the game, I was an engineer that really liked setting things on fire, and in my next playthrough I'm planning on being a biotic because I really like the idea of pushing things around with my mind. And one thing that comes with class systems is the innate urge to try to balance out and have different classes to make your team just, you know, the good even. But I would like to dissuade you from that. For the most part, the game does do well to have a wide variety of things, but the game isn't punishing enough in the gameplay to make you have to do that in most situations. I would just say whoever you want to have in your team because you like them as characters, just do it. There were some missions where I literally had three people that all did the same thing together, and while it was a little bit more difficult, it isn't that significantly different, so just go with what your gut and heart tells you. If your heart says, put those three people that do the same thing together, put those three people together because you're here for friends and space travel. Friends come first. 
and like the game does a good job at being both an RPG and a first person shooter all at the same time, because me personally, I'm not very good at shooter games or FPS games, they're just not my cup of tea, but I do like ability based RPGs. So for the most part what I did is I put a lot of things into the cooldown of my abilities and just started pretty much just casting a bunch of spells because my aim was not very good. And it works out, but I have some other friends that played the game and they just went with like the shooty bang bang classes and they had a lot of success there too. So whichever way you want to play, just kind of go with whatever you like. It will work out for you. When it comes to actually getting and playing the game, I would definitely suggest just going ahead and getting the Legendary Collection because it has all three games in one package along with all the DLC. And trust me, you will want to get the DLC because they have a lot of really cool things. Like there's this one DLC in Mass Effect 3 that is the best add-on to any game that I've ever had. It just does so much to build up the crew and the characters. It's so worth it. So if you want a game to really make you feel connections with your characters that are so deep that when one of the characters dies you go into like a really sad spiral and wind up singing karaoke even though you never really sing karaoke, you just have to get it out, get the Mass Effect series. It's well worth your time and the amount of influence your choices can make gives the game a lot of replayability. Though I do have to warn you, if you get the game on Steam, you do have to download all three games at once, and that is a lot of space, which if I remember correctly is around 110 gigs. So if you're low on space on your computer, it may not be the best bet for you right now, but it's worth it. Trust me. This has been the Hypothetical Nerd John, and thank you all for joining me today. It's been a bit of time since I last posted, but I am planning on getting back to a regular Monday upload schedule for my Joy to the Nerds recommendations. If you enjoyed, do me a favor and tell your friends where they can find this on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and most other platforms where any podcasts are available. Be sure to follow me on my Twitch at the name The Hypothetical Nerd and my Twitter at Hypothetic Nerd. I hope you guys have a great day and thank you for spending some time out of your busy schedule to hear me ramble on about something that I think is pretty rad. Have a great day and come back to hear us. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.